Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, January 25th edition of the MLB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'll be joined very shortly by Big Marcelo. He's just going to be a couple minutes late, but uh, he's on the way. Looking forward to talking about uh, the fights today, guys. We'll be doing a uh, Bellator 273 preview, me and Marcel, as well as talking about the, the latest news and fight announcements in the world of MMA, especially the UFC, obviously. Um, a lot of news going on right now. Um, you know, until Marcel gets here, I'll just talk about some news and stuff off the top. And then when he gets here, we'll, we'll probably get into the breakdowns and then do some news again and fights. Hey, what's up, Hype? Glad to have you here, buddy. So, I mean, let's, let's talk about Francis, right? Let's just talk about it, guys. I mean, it's still going on, right? It's still a lot of – it's a big mess, you know? So, apparently, um, Dana White's going to be doing a Q&A session tomorrow with, with Laura Sanko. And fans and, and, I guess, media, too, have been sending in questions. I'm really curious to see what questions they're going to actually, like, ask uh, Dana on the broadcast, right? I think it's uh, – like a Q&A I think it's an online Q&A session I think Laura will ask him some questions but you know I just I wonder how much they're gonna get into the gondola thing hey Marcel there he is big Marcel's here Marcel how's it going man oh good man sorry man I had to do something oh, no, for... just started a second ago no worries I was just talking about uh the Q&A session that Dana White's gonna be doing on yeah I, I mean Laura's Laura Sanko's gonna host it Laura's great but I just you know I wonder like how much the questions will be you know, like actually critical towards him or not. You know what I mean? Give I me mean, a- I'm just happy he doesn't do it at the same time as us because we would have all the views and he wouldn't have any views, you know, so. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good one. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Hey, never mind what's going on, man. So we'll see what Dana says tomorrow. I, I did see John and came out today. He had a he had a, a big post saying like, you know, I've had a lot of people message me asking my thoughts. And like, you know, for me, it's like he said he was also wants to know why Dana didn't put it around him. But at the same time, John was like, you know, let's talk about the fight again. And I get that sentiment. I just think there's a lot of sentiment now from fans. Or it's kind of anti-UFC today, I feel like, the last couple of days, Marcel. I don't think that the, the low pay helped. You know, Jake Paul's come out now saying, well, Jake, the Jake Paul thing is stupid, too. I mean, the guy bought some stocks. Me and you could do that right now. You know what I mean? I can go on my phone and buy some right now. Yeah. So. That doesn't mean he's going to have like a say in Endeavor or the UFC start pay structure, guys. Remember that. But there's obviously shit, a big, you know? it's a big talk about it. So give me your thoughts, Marcel, on, on what's going on with this. And I mean, people believe that shit, you know. So um, the thing is also, man, I don't know, man, what's going on. You also saw, I think you saw the interview with Ariel with Eric Nixick. I, I, I imagine. I mean, what's the UFC doing, man? I mean. Do they really do they really hate Francis? I don't know what's up with that. It's really weird to me, you know. And it's that's also why I put out a tweet earlier today. I don't know if you read it, what I what I what I uh, tweeted out. But um, I mean, this dude Francis, he lost the first two rounds in the title fight, you know. Then he adjusts his game plan. His coaches Eric Nixick, Dewey Cooper, perfectly cornered, you know. And he turns it around, wins the next three rounds, and remain the title. Is actually injured as well, you know, but still wins. And he wins at, at a way that nobody expected him to win, you know. So, I mean, it's that hard for you to see to give the guy some respect, you know. And I mean, I don't know if something happened to Dana or he had to be somewhere ASAP, you know, and there was some, some trouble, I understand he wasn't there, but nobody from the UFC and uh, nobody else has said anything where Dana was at that moment. So I'm really wondering what's going on. And um, I said in the Dutch podcast as well, it's just disrespectful. You know, you have a champion, uh, put it all out there. He even fought injured. He could have pulled out, but he fought injured, you know, and he won the fight in a good way, in a way that nobody expected, and you 
have don't even have the the decency to put a belt around this way. It's just super weird to me, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's gonna disagree with you here. No, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? Hope all's well. Doing great, man. Gwen, what's going on, man? Evening, uh, Lord. You talking about Lord? She's not stupid enough to push all questions. Be the script. Yeah, I, I mean, she doesn't want. I mean, come on, guys. Like, if you're gonna interview your boss, you're, not, you're trying to get fucking fired. You know what I mean? So obviously, the questions are gonna be like the hardest hitting questions. You know? Yeah, I always, always, always bothers me as well. That it's also Dana White contender says, and that's not just Laura. It's all, all those there. It's like. You gotta really impress the boss here tonight to get that UOC contract. It's like he's not Jesus Christ himself over there, man. He's just a boss from a company you want to fight for, you know. And if you win a fight, you do well, you know. And sometimes there is no finish in a fight because your opponent is matched super well with you and you just can't finish him. And yep. then they're like, Yeah, you didn't finish it, so you might not get the contract. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's just super weird that whole kind of uh thing over there that you should uh entertain dana to get a contract it's just super weird you know they should contract the most talented fighters and the fighters who have a big future in the sport that's what they should contract not the guy who uh, gets a 10 second knockout and they're like oh now we got it and even sometimes when somebody got a spectacular knockout they don't even sign him you know so it's just really weird and i i also have the feeling sometimes that they already know who they're gonna sign you know what i mean so it's Listen, man, I will keep watching it because I love the Contender Series. The talent is over there. It's amazing. But the whole kind of thing, you got to entertain Dana. Just annoying to me. No. No, I, I completely agree. I, I really do. Um, all right. Let's, we'll go back to the news and fight announcements. But I want to talk about Bellator, you know, because we do have a Bellator card. This is the first one in months, I want to say. When was the last one? January. December 3rd was the last one. That was um, when Pettis knocked out Horiguchi with the spinning back fist. So I just wonder, like, where's Bellator been? You know, the UFC's been doing no events. Why not? Why not? Why haven't they had an event? You know, this would have been the perfect time, right? I don't get yeah. it. I, I think Bellator uh, dropped the ball a few times. Remember, the UFC had, didn't have events. I mean, why you start late January, you know? I mm -hmm. mean, and also, man... <laughs> Normally, Bellator has that uh, big card in the in the forum, right? In January, and not not today of not this year. I mean, it's it's just I, I don't know, man. I would say also with PFL. Remember that uh, the the finals were on a, on a Wednesday, yeah. And uh, I took my, I had to I had to take a day off at work to watch it. So yeah. I was like, you could have done that when the UFC had that uh, November, that last November on uh, the last uh, week or weekend of November. They didn't have an event. Should have put it there, you know, drop some more uh, eyeballs to your event. At least that's what I think. But yeah, I, I don't know how those, how those uh, promotions think about those kind of things, man. I would say like everybody knows and even they don't want to agree on it that the UFC is the biggest promotion, you know. And if you can put an event out when the UFC has a weekend off, do it and put your put a great card on there. You know what I mean? Do it. Yeah, well, I agree. I agree completely. Sorry, there's a few other questions. Uh, well, hey, man, what's going on? We'll get into that fight in a few minutes. Yeah, uh, Dude, I agree completely, Matt. Hey, Matt, what's going on? The Bellator is just second rate. Let's be honest. It is. It's not the same thing. But, I mean, there's no UFCs we'll talk about today. <laughs> Bellator, dude, I agree with this guy, too. I mean, I think they were gaining a lot of momentum. They made some really good signings. They brought in some, like, you know, former UFC guys, some big names. And they had some talent. And then it just seems like, I know Rich Chow left. That was their matchmaker. He's gone now. So, mm -hmm. I think that's obviously changed things up as well. 
Um, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I'll, I'll watch the main card. I doubt I'll watch these prelims. I might, you know, check out the finishes on, uh, you know, Kaposa's, uh Twitter. Marcel wants to see the gifs, but I mean, as far as the prelims, I probably won't watch them. But I will watch the main. Kaposa's card. legend, man. Yeah. Pardon, pardon, Kaposa. Kaposa yeah, yeah, he's a legend. Him and you are both like two of the legends of uh, MMA Twitter. Um, anyways, let's talk about the card. We'll go through the prelims quick, and then we'll, the main card is actually, I think, pretty good, Marcel. Honestly, I think it's yeah, decent. I ain't bad. You know, I ain't bad it's, it's not bad. Um, so let's go to the let's go to the prelims first. We'll mm -hmm. talk about it. And again, some of these guys, let's be completely honest, guys. Some of these guys are like real no name guys. But we'll start off with the uh, the first fight, Marcel. Mm -hmm. And you got Ben Parrish taking on Sullivan Colley. It's at two hundred five. So the odds for this one, um, Ben Parrish. Uh, sorry, Sullivan Colley minus two hundred. Ben Parrish plus one seventy. Right away, I'm just a little surprised like at the line because Ben Parrish, man, I mean, he had a great finish in his last fight. He's a massive underdog. He was plus 600 underdog, and he won first-round knockout against the guy who was supposed to win. He's also got has a win over like, Teddy Holder, who's a pretty good prospect at one point. Um, so, I mean, this guy, I think, is not too bad. Um, and I just – I'm a little surprised seeing my plus 170 here because Collie, I get it. You know, he's, he's you know, a good prospect. He trains with Ryan Bader. You know, he should win the fight, I guess. I mean, he's a good prospect and everything. But, like, I don't know, man. I think Ben Parrish can pull it off, too, to be honest with you, Marcel. I, I think this is the dogger's pass spot, guys, personally. You got a guy with 2-0 and record that doesn't have a lot of experience. And guy in Ben Parrish, you know, I want to say he's a little underrated. And I, I like his Twitter game, too, Marcel. He's, he's, he's a good talker on Twitter. I, I just think the odds are off. I think it's just, like, more of a pick -em type of fight. I don't really understand why I call these 200, minus 200. So, my pick for this one, actually, I just look at the opening odds. And they were minus 150, so it, it's uh, it went up a little bit. Um, that seemed more reasonable. I, I'm gonna go with Ben Parrish in the first fight, Marcel. I'll, I'll take him to win by knockout. Wasn't Ben Parrish a plus 600 yes. underdog in his last yes. fight? I guess, yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the guy as well. He has uh, he has a good personality, I think. Uh, showed, showed some good stuff in his last fight. And uh, I know Carly is he's training with Bader, so he's kind of a Bader guy, you know, yeah. but um, yeah. I would go with Big Tuna as well, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. No, I'm not sure, but I'm going with Big Tuna as well. So, yeah, yeah, this isn't like, okay, so the difference between UFC and Belter is, you know, we don't have as much information about all these guys. We don't have as much stats, and these guys aren't the highest level. But I would I would take a small punt on this guy in this fight. I think it's Dogger Pass, guys. I really do. Um, what's the odds of him to win by knockout? Parish inside distance is plus 250. I think that would be the way. I don't think this fight goes the distance. I think someone gets knocked out or finished. Remember, this guy's only lost. He broke his leg in that fight. Like, he's actually not a bad fighter. And you showed that in the last fight where he knocked out Christian Edwards. Guy, everyone said he was going to destroy him, Marcel. He knocked him out in 38 seconds. So, hmm. I just think the odds are off. I think there's some value. But at the same time, you know, the Collie's a good prospect. Might go there and destroy this guy. So, it's a risky one. But I think it is dogger pass, guys. All right, let's go to the next fight. Weber Almaden, uh, Fabrizio Franco. Odds for this one. I don't – actually, I don't see any odds for this one. So, I mean, we can't – Weber Almeida is a good prospect, you know. I, I yeah. he lost his last fight; it was a big surprise. Um, he's a minus five hundred favorite. That's not a good loss to have, but I still think he's a good prospect. I don't see the odds for this fight. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, the guy should win. Um, but again, you know, you want to lay minus five hundred guy just lost as a minus five hundred favorite. It's not a good idea generally. So uh, Almeida should win, but again, I don't, I don't see the odds for it. So, any thoughts, Marcel? Weber Almeida had kicked a guy in Bellator with that last name is Chinchilla. So, <laughs> is that animal? Is that like an animal? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, animal. yeah, yeah, o yeah, yeah. Odin Chinchilla. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, uh, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would go. Listen, man, by 
I don't know too much about Fabrizio Franco, to be really honest. I, I would pick yeah. Weber Almeida, but I mean, gotta be honest, man. I don't know too many of some of these guys. Yeah, so, no, for sure. Know, uh, let's be honest. Difficult. Some of these guys we don't know a ton about, but there's some guys we do. I'm gonna criticize that's the next guy. Okay, that's Actually, also a huge, a huge differ difference yeah. if you if we are watching the UFC. On oh, Bell, no doubt about it. Much these, know about anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like I said. You know, we we usually cover UFC. You know, on this podcast, but there is none this weekend. We'll do this. But yeah. this next guy, I'm I'm getting tired of this guy's fights, guys, because every fight he is, he's a massive favorite. Lucas Brandon, minus, again, minus 1100 in this fight. Um, and the opponent, um, Ben Lugo, plus 700. I mean, why do we need to see this fight? What's the point of this fight? You have a guy that's, you know, I'll just pull, I'll pull up um, Tapology to make it easier. Just because we don't know a lot of these guys, let's be honest. So I am familiar with these guys, though. And for me, it's like, okay, 5-0, and oh, he's, he's 21. I mean, it's clear what they're trying to do. But, like, you look at the odds, I think it's starting with this one. Minus 600, minus 675, minus 1100. Now he's minus 1100 again, minus 1500. Like, come on. You know, like, I get he's a young guy. But what are we, what's the point of this? Like, what's the point of just doing this? I don't get it. Like, Ben Lugo's... Not a good fighter, guys. He's five and four. I mean, the guy's coming. To be fair, he's coming off a loss to Nathan Levy. That's not a bad loss. And to be fair, to be fair, I actually remember watching this fight recently for the when I watched Levy um, his last fight. And to be honest, this guy might have won that fight. It was a pretty close fight. So it's not like this guy's terrible. But at the same time, you know, minus eleven hundred. You know, and this guy's been finished quite a bit. So although I thought he looked good in this fight against Nathan Levy in LFA, I thought actually it was a good performance. It was two years ago. And he's 32 now, and he hasn't fought since then. He's five and four, and he's taking on an undefeated prospect. It's pretty obvious which way this one's going. What's Lucas Brennan by, by a finish? I mean, that's the way you go in this one, right? Minus 245. There's not even value on that. So, eh, you know what I mean? Just to answer this question really quickly, I think that's cool that Chael's going to be a commentator. I think Chael's good. You know, he's funny and stuff, but. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. For, for, for the American audience, yeah. most of them love Chael. So I think it's a smart move, you know? And remember, Bellator let him go, right? So he's not with, I think, he's not with Bellator anymore, I don't believe. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Nikita, uh, Nikita Mikolaev, 8-1. and one, And he takes on this guy, Blaine Shutt, who, um, what is this guy? He's 8-5. and five. I mean, you know what? Again, these guys aren't too bad. This guy, Blake, the, the, sorry, the odds for this one, I should say. Um, uh, Mikolaev is mi minus 800. This guy's plus 550. I think this guy's not too bad. You know, I've seen him fight a few times more so. He fought Eric Perez. But... I mean, at the same time, this guy seems like a beast, and he's been on a roll. Um, I just – I don't think I'd lay minus 800 in this dude, though. I don't know anything about him. So, you know, for me, it's – he should win, but I, I, I wouldn't lay that, that price. I wouldn't even parlay this guy, honestly. I just don't know enough about him, you know, guys? That's my that's my thoughts on that. What about you, Marcel? Uh, I'll take Nikita Mihailov in this one, man. He, have, he has a big win over uh, Mohamed Eminov and yeah. Fortnite's Global, which I think is at this moment is 18 and 1. And um, he, he's the, the, Mihailov is his only loss, and that was a close fight, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, yeah, I take Mihailov, but um, am I sure again? No, I'm not sure again. But I'm Oh, fair enough. I will, okay, this one, to be fair, I am pretty sure who's going to win this one. <clears throat> This guy, Dalton Ross, yeah. is an absolute monster. He's a beast. I it's agree. hilarious. Look at this guy's name, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. When I saw it on, on Best Fight Odds yesterday, I was like, is this the same one? Like, what the hell? Did ESPN <laughs> let Chael go? I don't know if ESPN, I think he's still with ESPN. I know Bellator, I'm pretty sure Bellator did, right? So am I, am I right about I think so, right, Marcel? I'm also not sure, man, but possible. Okay. To be I'm, fair, I'm we don't sure. have ESPN in Canada. So I just, whatever I see on YouTube is where, where I'm getting that from. Same. Yeah. So just to remember that we have TSN. In Canada, it's like the equivalent, I guess. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Dalton Ross is going to win this fight. Let's be honest. Like, the guy's an absolute monster. He looks like Hercules. Like, look at this dude. His nickname is Hercules. <laughs> like, fuck. This guy's a real-life Hercules, and he's just been killing everyone. Like, You're you Trevor probably as well. I oh, think. he's huge. Uh, sorry, the odds. I forgot to say. Uh, minus 800, <laughs> plus yeah. 550. Yeah. I love this guy's nickname, um, you know, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But let's be honest. This guy's going to get this guy's going to get destroyed. Um, you know, he does his best work on the ground. So does Rasta. Rasta's going to take him down, beat him up. Maybe he gets a finish. If not, you know, he wins the decision. But I'm confident he wins, Marcel. This guy is a beast, you know. And again, with him, like, at 26, you know, I think it's time to face someone decent. Like, he's fa- he, he fights scrubs every fight. I just – I don't like this type of matchmaking, guys, personally. I get it. He's only 5-0. and I get that. But, again, every fight he's minus 1,000. Like, what are we learning about these guys? You know, Marcel, like, you're – Putting him in fights where they're supposed to destroy their opponent, most often they do. You uh, don't really learn a lot from these guys. Go ahead. It's, it's like Tabata Ritchie when she fought in LFA. She was like a, a minus 3,000. Minus 3,000 every fight. I know. I mean, she goes <laughs> to the UFC and she's a huge underdog against men in the row, right? So it shows you the levels. This fight is interesting. Chris Gonzalez, a pretty good fighter against Sadawa, a, a longtime veteran. Knocked out Will Brooks. I remember betting on him years ago. Um, when he knocked out Will Brooks, he was a massive dog in that fight. The guy's, you know, not not uh, not too bad, I don't think. Uh, Chris Gonzalez is the favorite, minus 265, Salad Awad, plus 225. You know, Chris Gonzalez has looked pretty good. He beat Roger Huerta, um, smashed him good. Did lose to Goiti Amauchi in his last fight, though. You know, he's coming off a loss, and now he's a big favorite against the guy. Salad Awad, I know he's 38. You know, he's very consistent, but he is coming off a nice win, really nice win. Yeah. And this guy's got a lot of experience, man, and he's fought everyone. You know, I meant, like, this is the fight I bet on, this one. 2013, he was a plus three underdog. I remember, I remember betting on that, that fight. One. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was one of my better underdog bets. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I I have a lot of respect for this guy. This guy, this is interesting. This guy trains in he's a Toronto BJJ guy. See, Toronto, he's from Toronto, Marshall. I interviewed this guy in 2011 when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Crazy thing is, this guy has a win over Rafael Dos Anjos, 2005. Yeah, nice, crazy, eh? Yeah, so yeah. small world, huh? Um, but yeah, Sada Wad is. Uh, I think it's dog or pass, kind of based on the line. But, you know, Gonzalez, I get why he's the favorite. He's the, he's the younger guy who should win the fight. I just don't know about betting, like, laying that much juice on a guy who's coming off a knockout loss. That seems kind of risky. So, I don't know, Marcel. What do you think about this one? Give me your thoughts. Yeah, man. That's a side of what guy. He was already, I think, around when they did the tournament kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's been a long time around, Chris Gonzalez. Um, yeah, he lost his last fight, but he has looked decent in Bellator so far, I think. Um you know, if you look at the age, 38, and he, yeah, I know he, he won his last fight, but still, man, that that's 38 is kind of, not many fighters at 38 can still do what they could do 10, 10 years before that, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would take Chris Gonzalez here probably, but Sada Watt is always dangerous, you know? Yep. So, I mean, he's a veteran, but at the same time, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take, I, I'm not going to pick quickly somebody was in the 38 region you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. yeah no i totally understand i just i think the guy's you know he's been underrated his whole career he's won a lot of fights as an underdog mm-hmm. and i don't think he's a bad fighter you know so no, no. for me it's dogger pass but you know i'm actually gonna bet on it no you know i'm just saying someone asked me who would if i rather lay minus 265 on gonzalez or plus 225 on a wad i would i would lean towards the dog at the line but as far as a pure pick goes, I understand why Gonzalez is favorite. You know, overall, he looked okay. All right, let's go to the next fight. This is the last prelim or something. This is a good fight. Great fight. Darian Caldwell, the Wolf against Enrique Barzola, a former UFC fighter. Love this fight, Marcel. You know, this could be on the main card, I think. Oh, for uh, sure. It should have been in the main card. Yeah, it's a pick and price, Marcel. Minus 110 each. So, 
Holy, this is a tough one, guys. I mean, this is definitely a close fight to call. But, you know, my honest thoughts are more so. I think Darian Caldwell is a very, very good underrated fighter, you know. And I don't think that a lot of UFC fans know how good he is. But, you know, he has, he has struggled lately. You know, he has. And Brazil is a guy that, man, I mean, he is, you know, he hasn't fought in two years. That's a worry for sure. But the guy's got a lot of experience in the UFC. I, I think he should be still in the UFC, honestly. I don't oh, think he's sure. a bad fighter. Yeah, he's, not, he's not bad at all. He was like a decent average he was like a ball that, average. I mean, he's a good win over Benitez. That, and also that Bartniak lost complete BS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have won that fight too. So, I mean, yeah. the guy's not bad. He had, I think he had a winning record, right? Let's see. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, three and one, and they cut him. I mean, come on. Like, so, and he hasn't fought in two years. I don't know what happened. He must have pissed off the matchmakers. Um, Man, I mean, it's a tough fight to call, man, because I think Barzola matches up decently well you know, Bar- against, Bar- against – uh, Darian Caldwell. What do you think, Barcelona? I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Barcelona has that thing that he keeps taking you down the whole damn time and he can hold you there, you know? He got that really annoying wrestling and not not annoying in a way of I I think it's annoying, but for the opponent it's really annoying, you know what I mean? He drags you and he keeps wrestling you the whole damn time and he can keep doing it. So I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the fight, man, against Caldwell. I think he has, has a good chance he wins it. I don't know what the odds are right now. I think you said it. But yeah, it's pick him. Uh, pick him, yeah. I think yeah. that's 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 decent, you know. I mean, uh, because Caldwell has enough uh, qualities to win this fight as well. But, man, Barzola is so strong, so strong with his wrestling, man. I mean, I, I would kind of slightly favor Barzola in this one. This is brutal. Remember this one against Joe yeah. Tomanglo, third round? He was winning the whole fight. Ugh. I mean, the guy's, I think he's good, but again, 34 years old. He's actually older than I thought. He is training at Sanford. You know I love the camp. Although, let's mm-hmm. be fair, they haven't they haven't performed that great lately, Marcel. Let's be honest, you know. Mm-hmm. I love the camp, but they haven't been performing that well. So, tough fight. You're picking Barzola, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. Oh, I guess I'd have to lean that way, too, because I think he can probably keep it standing, Marcel. And I think he probably does have a better stand-up, so. Competitive fight. I mean, the odds are very, very um, accurate, I think, for that fight. Let me get these comments, guys. Hey, Zach, what's up, man? I, Zach, I wish I, I picked him out, right? He's talking about the Victor Henry. I knew he was fucking good. I told you guys, the guy's a good striker. Didn't pick him out right, though. I can't take credit for that, but I appreciate that, man. I knew the guy was good. I'm looking forward to his next fight. Can't wait to see what he fights. Hopefully, like, Pedro Munoz or something. What's up, Joe? How's it going, man? Me too, buddy. I'm glad you're here. All right, let's go to the next fight. This is the main card now, guys. Uh, Sabahu Masi against Jaleel Willis. Good, good solid fight. Um, right now we got uh, Jaleel Willis minus 240, Sabah Masi uh, plus 200, former UFC fighter as well. Uh, Jaleel Willis, clear favorite here in my mind. You know, Marcel, like very much more solid uh, fighter. Um, you know, uh, the guy's pretty, you know, decent, I think, overall. Um, he is coming off a loss in his last fight, though. Um, but from what I've seen in LFA back in a few years ago, you know, he's got a win over Dakota Bush. He's in the UFC now. It's a good win. Um, you know, I think the guy can definitely win this fight. I mean, to me, Sabah Masi is like a brawler. You know, Marcel, he's got some power. He did knock down uh, Paul Daly when they fought. He knocked him down, mm-hmm. but he, he ended up losing. That was an amazing fight, by the way. Go back and watch one if you haven't, guys. That fight was amazing. He's an exciting guy, Marcel. You know, the UFC, he got a tough run. Loses to means, gets screwed by Herb Dean in this fight, and then he gets knocked out by Al-Hassan again, and then gets cut. I mean, that's kind of a tough run, Marcel, to be honest with you, you know? Um you know, but I just think the guy's, you know, it, to me, he's too flawed of a fighter. Uh, it definitely got some power and Hunter's chance, but that's it. So I think Jaleel Willis, clear favorite here. I think he wins the fight by decision. What were you? 
I fully agree, man. I think Jaleel Bell is a more complete fighter. Yep. He's also uh, he's, he's still uh, an up up and comer in the division for Bellator, you know. And Saba Homasi, he's more probably more well known, you know. But like you like I said, like you say, man. I mean, the last fight against Koreshkov, uh, I don't know why that got booked, but he didn't do that bad, I think. But the daily fight, man, he probably should have finished daily there and uh, he let daily come back, and then he got knocked out himself. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm taking Jaleel Willis here, man. Yeah, I mean, you got a guy with 15-10 record, 15-3. I mean, the guy's he's and he's lost a lot of different ways too, you know. But he gets knocked mm. out of, uh, quite a bit. Uh, hey, John. Yeah, yeah, I understand completely. I agree with that. I agree, Glenn. I think that was a harsh cut. You know, I think Barzal is a decent fighter. I know that uh, Danny Segura at uh, Junkie, he's really he was he's a real big fan of the guy. He did some interviews with him and stuff, so. Ton of a rough cut. Influx of fighters have brought the image of Samford and me that used to only have top. I agree completely with this guy too. They're just getting a lot of guys going in there that you know they're like, hey, I need to find a camp and go to Sanford. You know, it's not like the elite only guys. Like when it was like when it started, or even when it was like Black Zillions back in the day, Marcel. Remember, it was like like Rumble Johnson, Rashad Evans, like or Jacko mm-hmm. Hybrid. Remember, it was like only the top guys. Rumble like the very best guys in the world, and now it's like they've opened the gym to more guys. I think, which is not a bad thing, but. Just because, like, again, just because the guy's from Sanford doesn't mean I'm going to pick him. Or American Top, another gym I love to bet fighters from because and that can't produce his winners, quite frankly. All right, let's go to the next fight. Henry Corrales against Aiden Lee. Um, odds for this one. Corrales, that's actually a pick up too, Marcel. Minus 110 each. Uh, you know, this guy, Corrales, is a good fighter. I can't believe he lost this fight to Johnny Campbell a couple fights ago. Another guy, I think Deltor let this guy go too after he knocked him out. I'm pretty sure he let him go. Yeah, he's in Fury FC and he lost. But this guy actually is going to be in the UFC too. Levi Moles. He'll be in the UFC soon, guys. This guy's a beast, Marcel. You know him, right? Yeah. He's, the, he's a figure FC guy. He has a twister submission on his record, guys. He's really nasty on the ground. He'll be in the UFC next year. I'm going to say that right now. Levi Moles will be in the UFC next year. I'm just saying, like, that loss worried me, you know, Marcel, because he lost to a nobody, let's be honest. Um, I think that was at that Bantamweight, I want to say. Was it? Yeah, it was. So that weight cut was obviously way too much for him. Um, and now he's back at featherweight against Aiden Lee here, who – you know, I think he's a good fighter, and he's got a pretty good record, but – or, sorry, like, ranking, I should say, in Bellator, but he's got a lot of experience, you know, cage warrior guy. Interesting fight. I mean, Corrales, I think, at 145 is better, you know, Marcel. So mm-hmm. I would, I'd go with Corrales, you know, because overall, he's had a good career in the, in the Bellator. You know, he's had some big wins. Again, that loss really makes me scratch my head, but, again, it was at 135. I think back at 145 would be better. I, Corrales grinds it out, I think, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, I would feel the same way, man. I think um, Corrales, uh, Corrales, kind of an underrated guy in my opinion, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Johnny Campbell loss looks kind of crazy, uh, right? How did that happen? Like, yeah, that looks kind of nasty on the record. You, you know, got destroyed look, uh, too. It was like such yeah. a one-sided fight. Remember, Mark? I was like, damn, like. I mean, everyone was parlaying that guy that night. Everyone parlayed uh, Corrales in that fight, you know? Literally, all his other losses came against champions. Juan Archuleta, yeah. Darren Caldwell, Patricio Pitbull, Emmanuel Sanchez is then not the champion, but there's always always been yeah. a contender on Daniel Strauss. Yeah. So, I mean, it's only good fighters he lost to. And then he yeah. loses to Johnny Campbell. No disrespect to Campbell, but it's a really weird name in that list, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I take him over Aiden Lee, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I think. That's what I, I think, think so too. And, you know, I think this is definitely one to think about, guys, because it's only a pick and price. So do your research and do it yourself. But I, I lean Corrales. Mm-hmm. I think at 145, he's a decent, solid fighter, personally. Sorry, let me get these comments, guys. Uh, hey, what's up, Real Rider? What's going on with JJ Wilson? So JJ's having a hard time making the weight, right, Marcel? Like, 
He's had, he didn't he, he missed weight a couple of fights ago, I want to say. Um, let me pull up his top all of you guys one sec. Okay, so he was supposed to fight uh, Adam Boric and fight got canceled because he missed weight. And they're supposed to fight Alfie Davis, and that fight just got fizzled out or whatever. He hasn't fought since last April. The guy was on a, on the rise. He's a good fighter. And he's, and he's also like he's a weight class up now, right? He's he's, he's uh, at lightweight now, yeah. I think, because he can't make one forty five anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know where he is. I hope he fights soon because I think he's a very talented young guy. You know, mm -hmm. so that's the answer. So hopefully, I answered your question, man. Um, hey, Daniel, did Adam say you picked? Yeah, yeah. Don't tell Henry, but. I have to at some point. I know Moles is good, bro. He's gonna be there, dude. Johnny Campbell's not bad either. Honestly, he's not a bad fighter. Like Marcel said, no disrespect because he's not like a UFC caliber guy. He's not a former champion belter either, but he's like that gatekeeper type between you know Marcel. Like he's right in between the the, uh, the mm -hmm. these belter guys and UFC guys. I think. All right, let's go to the next fight. It is uh, Kumi Event. Give me your thoughts on this one. Benson Henderson. It's Islam Mamadov. Odds for this fight, uh, Mamadov minus 400, Benson Henderson plus 325. You know, it's crazy, right? Because a few years ago, like, I I couldn't have told you who this guy was. And now it's like he's a massive favorite against Benson, a former UFC champ, and I think a former Bellator champ too. But at the same time, you know, this guy's got such a good record. He's only 32. He's got, you know, just beat Brett Primus. That's a good win, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a solid win. Um, he only lost to Sarnowski. Yeah. yeah, and he's got good, you know, experience, Marcel. You beat Tiago Tavares, Nathan Schulte, who's a great fighter, yeah. Roy Patino. Uh, former UFC legend, uh, no, I'd say legend, not I should Pertino's not a legend, but I mean, he had former UFC title challenger, yeah, Makako. Um, yeah. great nickname, one of the better ones, yeah. He's he's a you know, long time guy, and Sarnowski's not a bad loss. I don't remember what happened to this guy, Alexander Sarnowski. He also was, he was a Bellator amazing. tiger, he was amazing yeah. in Bellator, yeah. Oh, he just he actually just beat Rashid Magomedov. I didn't even notice that, okay, yeah, yeah, true. And wow, okay, yeah. I mean, he's fighting in Russia, he's not coming back to the UFC, but or Bellator, but he's a good fighter. Yeah, there's Jimmy Smith. I remember back in the tournament days, Marcel, MTV2 and stuff, Spike TV. I mean, that, 39-8 yeah. is a great record, and he fought against good yeah. guys, so yeah. Who else is a good record? 21-1. and one. That's a fucking <laughs> yeah, good record, too. For sure. Now, to be fair, I mean, Benson Henderson's fought the best fighters in the world yeah. in the last, you know, 15 years. Um, guy's a legend. Love the guy. Mm -hmm. He had so many good fights in the UFC, so many good fights in the WEC. Uh, just so like so many legendary fights. This is one of the best fights of all time, Marcel. Right here, oh yeah, the last Anthony Pettis, the, the final showtime kick. Yeah, even like this fight with Jamie Varner is good. The, the Dalton fight is really good. I actually have a DVD. It's like the best of Benson Henderson and WEC. I actually have that DVD, which is hilarious. Oh, it has all those fights on it. I mean, look at the guys. Look at his resume. These are fucking amazing names, guys. Nate Diaz, Frankie Edgar, Josh Thompson, Jim Miller. I mean, they're good names. You know, Brandon Thatch, Jorge Masvidal. You know, like Pit Pitbull. Although that was an injury, I guess. Um, but 38 years old, coming off a couple of losses. Actually, he's coming off three straight losses. I you definitely have to think he's on the decline. He's also been kind of bouncing around weight classes. Now it's he's at 155, it seems like. I do think the odds are a little – I've got to be honest with you, I think they're a little heavy because I think that Mamadov, he opened at minus 300. Yeah. You know, for me, he's probably in that minus 250, minus 300 range. I think minus 400 is getting up a little excessive, but at the same time, it's like – Hard to pick against him in this spot, given Benson's recent form. I just think the odds are a little heavy. What do you think? What are your I thoughts? Agree with you. By the way, it's a this uh, it's a this DVD because that's one that I have as well. I can't see it. I I can't see your. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I yeah. have that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rising <laughs> Up or something, right? Is that yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 Rising yeah, Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Benson Henderson. Yeah, he's also he's also a legend in my book. I think he's a great fighter. 
but he's kind of on the decline as of lately, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Mamedov, he's still doing very well. He yep. fought Brent Primus. I think many people also thought Primus won the fight. I think it was super close because we're going to need a way. Uh, I would favor Mamedov here as well, but um, that uh, the heavy favorite of what I see with minus 450. Yeah, I mean, it seems kind of disrespectful to Benson, you know, but uh, I take Mamedov here as well, man. I don't know how, but I'm taking, uh, I'm taking him as well. Sounds good. All right, let's go to the last fight here, main event, guys. And actually, sorry, we get these comments, guys. Glenn, don't think you should. Oh, uh, Tapuria, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, he, that fight got canceled, right? So that sucked. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's always like the pot calling the kettle black. I think they say when you know, yeah. you're talking shit and then you do the same thing. So that's what happened there. Um, it's unfortunate it happened. I really was looking forward to that fight, but you know, it's kind of karma too, right? Because he was talking about like how. Evlov should have a loss on his record because he, you know, missed uh, weight or he couldn't make weight, right? So, Belter Rangis are weird. Premise rank two and Mamadov seven. Mamadov's, yeah, they suck. Belter Rangis are complete shit. You think the UFC Rangis are bad? The Belter Rangis are a joke, dude. And they, they it's always I mean, like that. I remember a few months ago, I was talking, remember, like, I was like, before they had the rematch, where I was like, why is Pippo above Peter Quigley? Like, they just fought and he lost. Like, and then they had the rematch, obviously. But you know what I mean, Marcel? Like, I mean, Amy Kaplan is on the ballot for ranking. So, how can it okay, be? Hey, listen, it should <laughs> only be based on wins and losses. It should be based on what you've done, not about who should have won the fight or who could win or who would yeah. win a rematch. It's not about that. It's about who won the fight, you know? Uh, I, exactly. uh, I like Topuria, man, but I didn't like the shit talking about the, the weight thing. And Giga, too. And Giga definitely, um, you know. After the cater loss, he definitely ate some words there. Okay, let's go to the main event here. Um, Ryan Bader against Valentin Moldovsky. We got Ryan Bader. Uh, sorry, Moldovsky's a big favorite here, Marcel. Minus 320. He actually opened at minus 150, so the line went way up. You agree up. with that? I'm going to tell you in a second. So minus 320 for Moldovsky, plus 260 for Ryan Bader. I think the odds are way off. I, I think Ryan Bader can win this fight, guys. That's my honest opinion. You know, I think these odds are fucking insane. I don't understand. Like, Ryan Bader, I get it. Like, he hasn't looked good lately. But it was at 205. At one at, at heavyweight, he's he has more durability in my opinion. He's looked great at heavyweight. Look at the run he went on; it was amazing. He was destroying everyone. I get it. Like in hindsight, you know these guys were aging, like Mitrio and Fedor. But at the time, he, they were good, man. He was beating them. You know, to me, losing to Vadim Nemkov, Corey Anderson. I mean, I don't take a lot from those losses. The guys are better than him at this point. Like he's supposed to lose those fights, right? He beat Machida. And then I look at Moldovsky, the guy, you know, he's obviously, uh, you know, a good fighter. He's got younger. Yeah, he's a younger guy by nine years. And he's got some experience now. He had some decent wins, like Tim Johnson, right now. I got to be honest, I haven't been impressed with this guy at all. I haven't been, I'm going to be honest with myself. What's been impressive about this guy? He's just, he pushes you against the fence and wins fights like that. Doesn't finish you really. He finished. Who's Ernest James? Actually, who is actually, this guy? One in one. Who is this guy? Like, that's his only finish. Give me your thoughts. Actually, the unanimous decision went over Tim Johnson. Looks kind of bad now with Fader. It looks terrible. Fader walked about like 40 seconds. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> looks awful. I agree completely. I mean, to me, you know, this guy, you know, this is a good win. Carl Albertson, that guy's pretty yeah. good. But like, it's Carl Sufintoff, can't even finish that guy. Couldn't finish Yavi Ayala. These guys are terrible on the end of their careers. I think the odds are off, guys. I don't understand the odds. Give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. But right now, I'm saying Ryan Bader can win this fight. I, yeah. I, maybe plus my... 60, I'll take a Sean Bader, man. Might take a gamble there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, if the odds were more even, I wouldn't. But, man, he's, he's kind of a big underdog in this one. I'm kind of surprised with that. I think it should have been more even. Yeah. It, um, it opened close. It was like a small lean towards Moldovsky, minus 150, plus 120. Now it's minus 350, plus 260. That's a huge difference, you know? So, 
Give me your thoughts, Marcel. And also, look at this guy's weight. He's 235, so it's not like he's the biggest heavyweight, you know, mm-hmm. Marcel? Like, I think Bader can – I think he can do well in this in this weight class. Like, I think his chin is better at heavyweight. That's my honest opinion. So, this guy's going to have to wrestle him, basically, for five rounds? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. That's a tough task, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. I think Ryan Bader's had a you know a rough run lately at light heavyweight. I don't think that was mm-hmm. a good – I think he should have vacated the belt yeah. and just stayed at heavyweight. I think he made a mistake because he's getting older, right? Remember, Marcel? Like, we're all saying, oh, this is a kind of a weird thing. Uh, I, I mean, light heavyweight is also a little bit more talented, talented yeah. than uh, heavyweight. You know what I mean? So, Like, I think that Vadim Yemka is a way better fighter. And I, I honestly, I think Corey Anderson is a better fighter, you know? So mm-hmm. – to me, it's like he's fighting a guy that you know he could beat, and at the odds, like I think it's definitely dog. That's my honest opinion. I, when I saw these odds, I was scratching my head. I just, I'm like, is this I mean, flip like around? Like I don't also, get it. Man, how beautiful! Not beautiful, but how crazy would it be if Beta wins? He, he beats Moldaski. Moldaski is Fader's guy, and we see Fader's uh, retirement fight against Ryan Bader, man. You know, for the title. I mean, yeah. wouldn't that be crazy? Let me get these comments. Joe says he thinks Bader loses. Fair enough. I mean, he's the he's an underdog. Uh, Kamai said Kamai Killa Bader's time's finished. He loses the decision. I mean, I think that's the way he would lose. I don't think he would get. I don't know. I don't, I don't see any knockout power from this guy. John, mm-hmm. I'm with you. He couldn't even finish Roy, and Roy's chin is honestly fading. You know, Roy. I don't. I think Roy got cut. You know, Roy's not even in the UFC anymore. Uh, honestly, wouldn't mind Maldowski losing the favorite yeah. match. Yeah, that's the fight. I, it's not a bad fight. Um, okay, not to get too off topic, but I mean. Fedor versus Francis Ngano, like, doesn't it kind of sound exciting, like, in a way, like, for the 40 seconds it'll last, for the one punch it lasts? I don't know if I want to see that, because that, <laughs> if Francis wins, you get all those uh, Fedor haters again online, you know, and now last time when Fedor knocked out Tim Johnson, there were still people like, oh, Johnson took a dive, I was like, oh my god, man, there really, are really people who can't stand Fedor for some reason, I don't know why that is, but I always love the guy, so yeah. Yeah, I know. So, my thoughts on that one, guys. Overall, I mean, listen, like, it's nice to have Bellator back. Bellator is second rate. The UFC is still at the top of the of the class when it comes to to uh, MMA. But I will say, I'm going to guess, Marcel, that Ryan Bayer is going to make more money than any of those, like, than most of the guys in the card last week did. I'll say that right now. Uh, definitely think he's going to make more money than Figueroa Moreno. You know, Marcel, I'm pretty sure he does, which is good for Ryan, you know? That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like, I that's the one thing Bellator did well. I think they've they brought in some guys like Bader and Corey Anderson, the guys that the UFC didn't respect enough, I don't think, and they paid them well. So I'll By give him way, credit for that. I'll give him credit ba- for that. Bader, great guy, man. I, I met him in uh, Hamburg yeah. when he was fighting. Dude, I, I, met him, I met him in 2011 when I was in school. Hold on, okay. let, me, let me find the picture. I'm going to show you the picture. You guys are going to laugh about this one. Hold on. Let me find this picture. Just keep talking, Marcel. Let me find the picture. Yeah, I mean – it was uh, I met him in Hamburg, and he he went literally. He took the time for every fan to take a picture with and to talk to. It was really cool, man. You know, it was still back in the day when I didn't do anything MMA media related. So, yeah, um, yeah, super cool. So yeah, I, I really like it. Did right. you find the picture? Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. Sorry, guys, one second. It's I, I got it. It's just my internet's slow. I found the picture. Found the picture. Actually, I got a few of them. This is I'm, this is a long time ago, man. This is I'm telling you guys, this is a long time ago. I'm almost embarrassed to share it, but I'm going to do it because it's, <laughs> it's funny. I look a lot different. You guys are going to be like, what the fuck, Adam? I shouldn't even show this, but I'm gonna, you guys aren't goals anyway. You don't care. Let's see this. All right. Cool. You're going to laugh when you see this first. So. <laughs> That's me and John Fitch. I look way, <laughs> I look way skinny. I was obviously way skinnier back then. Look at that handsome guy. 
So I met John. John got me in a chokehold, which was awesome. <laughs> and then I met Ryan. Nice. Awesome dude. Watch this. <laughs> Bro, that I swear to God, it actually was fucking tight. I, I thought I was gonna go out for a sec. Like he's just laughing. He's like, look at me. So yeah, man, that's that's awesome. Good times, man. I mean, it was, it was you know, I was I'm 33 now. I was 21 or 22 there. Jesus. <laughs> I miss being a young, skinny guy, you know, but I do like being like an older, chubbier, like, you know. I wear glasses, my hair is going, but I'm a dad now. So there's a lot of good to being in the 30s myself, but you know, young in 20s, like, you know, you're, you're young. You're, anyways, I, I love favorite, man. He's one of my favorites. I just think he'd be fun for 30 seconds. I can't mean the Gano, but you're right. Francis clips him and destroys him. So there's no point in watching it. Who <laughs> now you have 20s predicting UFC signs from Eagle FC? Well, we'll see. There was that guy that we were talking about the other day, I think. There was one guy, he said he's a really good uh, prospect. Can't remember who it was. Um, it's oh, the guy that's fighting Andrew Kawani, that guy, I think, Marcel. We were like, oh, this fight's a joke. Remember, I, I don't know. Oh, I was talking with um, um, not with you, I was talking with James Lynch. Last yeah, week. Uh-huh. yeah, it was me and James Lynch on the Party Shop podcast. We were talking about this card, and we both said that uh, Raymond Magoled Laev or something, he should destroy Anthony Andrew Kawani. He's like 40 years old now. Or something. Let me see. I, I, is, that the, is that that guy who uh, recently fought in one as well? That uh, I believe uh, I could me, be let wrong. Let me double check. He's the guy fighting Andrew Kawani. It's really? it, is that this? That's this weekend. Yeah, we can pull up. We can. Do yeah, he fought the one. He lost to Nakashima. Yeah. Yeah, James Nakashima is a, a grinder, right? Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, these two comments. What do you think with Francis? I said yesterday. I mean, I still I think he's gone right, personally, but yeah. Um, what do you think? I also still have still the same opinion as as I had yesterday. I mean, we will see what happens. I mean, I, I understand that he wants to wants to be boxing, you know, because he gets a lot more money there. But uh, I hope he stays with the UFC, and not because I want the UFC to be better about it, but I want uh, a good career for for Francis, you know. And I think he has it in the UFC, but I hope he gets paid what he deserves, you know. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I mean, the guy does whatever. Whatever he uh, wherever he goes, I just want to be treated well. He's a good guy, man. I do think it's. I think Francis is getting caught in between, you know, the UFC and and, and the CAA thing, like the management. I think that's, you know, Dana keeps saying, you know, I like Francis, but the management with these really stupid people. That's what Dana keeps saying. He said he likes. It's hard for to you know, believe it when you know he shuns the guy at the belt, but I do think there's a lot more, you know, going on out there. Adam, what is your favorite UFC figure in your collection? I mean. You know what, man? It's this one right here. I'm going to tell you because I got it signed by Vonderley when he came to my gym in 2013, I want to say. Vonderley Silva signed that one. Nice. So that's probably my favorite because I met Wand and, and I saw, he signed it. He was awesome. Vonderley was cool. I met a lot of guys at the gym um, over the years. We used to have, uh, The guy on the gym used to bring in guys all the time. So I, had, I met uh, Ken Shamrock. Um, him, Tito Ortiz was there once, I think. Uh, Overing came, Rashad Evans. A lot of the Black Zillion guys were back in the day, believe it or not. So Jacko Hybrid, we used to sell that stuff at our gym. And I love the Jacko Hybrid stuff. It was great. Here's a question for you. Marcel, how was your first pay-per-view on your sport slash Discovery Plus? Will you be getting credentials in UFC London? Go ahead. So we will go to UFC London, but I don't know if I will go to there. So I have no idea. Um, I'll go to the office uh, next week probably because my my uh, post office thing uh, ends this week. So I will first visit the office next week. Um, yeah, and it went. I think it went pretty pretty well. There were some complaints online, but that's not my my my. Uh, my problem at all because I'm not the executive producer and I'm not yeah, the not guy who put it on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, I'm more I'm more doing the website and stuff and background information and that kind of stuff. So um, 
so yeah i mean it was a busy week and um I think it went it went pretty well, and it was a big event. I was in bed like seven forty five a.m. in the morning on Sunday, so I was happy when I was in bed. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's go to um, let's go to your Walmart store, and we'll look at some fight announcements. Because be honest, I missed a few. I'm looking at it right now, and uh, there's actually quite a few announced the last few days. Let's pull it up here. Uh, why is this loading? Where is this thing? You guys can still see me, right? This is taking forever to load. There we go. Okay. I, I mean, to me, this is a complete mismatch. By the way, my boy Alfredo Zulino uh, broke this fight. Um, I think Nathaniel Witt should be like minus 500 in this fight. I think he destroys uh, this guy. I mean, I shouldn't say destroy because this dude's tough and they might go to the decision, but I think Nathaniel Witt wins for sure. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, it's kind of a weird booking. You know, you get a guy yeah, who's 0 1 yeah. uh, against a guy who's already been. Has some good fights in the UFC, so it's kind. It kind of feels like they want to give Nathaniel Wood a win in front yeah. of his own country. So that that kind of feels like. But yeah. and that's I mean, what the comments are saying. No one seems to like this fight that much. I think it could be a decent fight, to be honest with you. Like because this guy's really tough, and Nathaniel Wood's obviously a beast. So it could be fun to watch, but you know, to me, it's a complete mismatch, and he should be like mm-hmm. minus five hundred. Like I just, I don't know about this fight. Let me go to the next one here. Just saw this one: Viviana Ruiz and Andrew Lee. You know, Arujo, in my opinion, beat Caitlin Chikagian. She's super underrated. No one appreciates how good she is because she should have won that fight. You know, Marcel, and had she won that fight, she'd probably be fighting Valentina next, right? So I think the winner of this fight, you know, I like the matching because Lee's also not fought uh, Valentina, and she's been really good lately. So Mm -hmm. I think the winner, Marcel, could easily get a title shot, to be honest. I know they're only 6-8, and but I think the winner could be in the mix for a shot. So I like the fight. What do you think? Yeah, I think for definitely I agree with you. I think um, uh, Arouzou defeated Shukagin, in my opinion, as well. Um, Lee looked amazing against Santa Calvillo in the last fight and also yeah. the fight before against Shevchenko. So, for me, it's like two good prospects. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the winner sh- should get it. I, th- I should get get the title shot, I think. Or a, a number one contender fight, one of the two. But should get at least uh, something... That can be next for them to fight for a title. So I think their next fight will be either a title shot or a number one contender fight. I agree. Maybe they'll fight Chukagin for the for the if she resigns or something like that. Let me get these comments, guys. Sorry, uh, I see a lot of comments here. We're gonna go through the, uh, the the fight still. We got 15 minutes left. Agreed wins. Yeah, John, do you think UFC Belzer signs Tyron Spong? I don't know much about him. So Tyron Spong's a great kickboxer. He's had a few MMA fights. I want to say for WSOF, it's been a while, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He fought in Kartonov, right? This week. I mean, Dana White used to rave about the guy, I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure he used to say good things about him, but I, I just don't know how much experience. How many fights does he have? Three or four? And it mainly take a look. Some, yeah, I think. Uh, or the, the early uh, W. I think the first fight. Yeah, he, exactly. He fought. The, dude, he hasn't fought in MMA in nine years. Oh, my God. I remember those fights because I used to fight Angel Danda? Yeah, and, that guy. He actually fought on Contender Series. He fought. I want to say he fought uh, Vanderford, didn't he? I think he fought Vanderford. What? I thought Spawn. I'm not sure. Let me take a look. This guy fought. Yeah, Dan Spawn. Sorry, Dan, I got it wrong. But it's the same season, though. Um, anyways, yeah, I mean, Tyron Spawn's, you know, he's a good striker and everything. I just don't know how good he is in MMA. I mean, he looked okay in the last two fights, but he fought, you know, lower level guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Other comments Sucker Punch, claiming Coward Box. Yeah. And that's a complete joke. That was last night. They look like clowns. The Coward Brothers, I mean, Malky's hilarious. I like Malky personally. I've, I've had a good relationship with him for over 10 years. Um, I don't really know Brian. I know Brian actually sucker punch, obviously, but 
man, it's such a bad look for their company. Um, don't you think, Marcel? It's such a bad look, don't you think? They're lying about it. They're, no one hacked into your account, guy. Come on. <laughs> like, why would you delete your account after then? Like, you made a stupid comment. Like, also, also, normally when you get hacked, you get a random weird... Uh, this one, You get a random weird... No, I mean, you get... Uh, if somebody tweets from your account, we get it hacked. You get some random stuff on your account, you know? And this was a specific answer to yeah, a tweet. Know. You know what I mean? So There's uh, no way. It doesn't make sense. I agree. Think my Ivan Burley booked in May. Um, I'm hearing people say like maybe like coming event for that card. That's kind of what I've heard. I, have you heard anything like for the Brazil card? Maybe. Yeah, that's nothing the only anymore. Thing. Nothing I'm not anymore. saying that's happening. That's just what I heard. Maybe, maybe on that card, Cam's at Burns as the coming event. That's so. I'm basically the same thing you're saying, buddy. Hey, local, what's up? Who's uh, Abe Cobbler for G1 tweeting a manager that be his father? Oh, that's the Jason House. Um, <laughs> That's Jason House, dude. There's a story in MMA Junkie from like a month ago. Jason allegedly, I think he hit his dad in some uh, argument or something about how much money of the company he should be given. I think he was given like 20% and like he didn't get enough percent. I don't know, Marcel, the whole story, but you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Obviously. Yeah, so, for sure. I, yeah, I it's not Junkie. Uh, Nolan King, I think, wrote the story. No, Simon um, Simon of it. You know, when that, after that happened, guys, and I, I mean, Marcel, I know you have a good relationship with Jason. Let's just call it like it is. He has not been giving you guys as many fight announcements. They're breaking them themselves now. I don't know if it's because of that story that he got ticked off and was like, why am I helping these media guys when they're going to go in? I'm not saying you did anything, Marcel. I don't think Nolan did anything wrong. He's writing a story that happened, you know? But no, Nolan didn't write it, man. Oh, sorry. Simon did. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why I said Nolan. I apologize. Sorry, guys. They're both a junkie. Nolan's great, though, by the way. Um, the point is, Marcel, like, to me, it's like, I don't think they like that story getting out there. Um, yeah, of course they don't. I, I, I mean, they said it wasn't checked from both sides, I think. And I mean, I, I feel weird to talk about it because I don't know the ins and outs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, Don't, don't I say mean, anything. I know you have a good relationship with the guy. You married any news on Chikagi? Uh, married. <laughs> I think Hearth, I think he wanted to say, I think it's autocorrect or something. So. <laughs> You heard any news on Shukai? Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I haven't heard anything. Um, and again, I feel like she's probably caught in that CA UFC conflict too, right? In that tweet that Byron posted, uh, it said, "Yeah, you made twice as much money Holloway made against Maslow against Usman." Yeah, I saw. I saw that tweet too. I saw the tweets. Uh, I don't know what's true about it, man. Honestly, I, I, this is it's kind of funny though that like they were beefing. It's hilarious, right? You saw those yeah, guys beefing. Go ahead. That's so stupid, man. Managers beefing on, online. That's I, funny. I also I, thought if, it was. Yeah, go ahead. Good. If my manager would beef online, I would say, dude, stop it. You yeah, know? it's I mean, super unprofessional, I think. Yeah. Also, I, I saw Ariel and, and Aaron beefing, uh, beefing a little bit. Too. I don't know if you saw those tweets about the no? Jake Paul thing. Interesting. I, I think Ariel was kind of out of line. I, you know, Aaron, I think, was, was correct what he said. Anyways, you can go back and read those tweets. They were going back and forth. Not like anything malicious, but I, I'm sure you guys saw those tweets. I thought Aaron was act, like really short with Aaron, a guy who's universally respected. And he's like, yeah, okay, bro. Like, who writes that to them? Like, come on, man. You guys saw the tweets yourself, I'm sure. So, did Perry pull out Lane? I don't know. Did he? Did Mike Perry pull out? I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe. Uh, wasn't it like Melvin Gillard or something? Oh, Melvin Gillard. Is he fighting Lane now? Yeah, I think that's the fight. Yeah, oh, I, I, I did see it actually. Sorry, I saw it a little bit. Yeah, I think that's the fight now. So, I think you're right. I just thought this after. I completely forgot. I had a long day. <laughs> yeah. I had a long day, guys. No, I don't uh, say come on to you, but why? No, no I'm saying it to myself. Like, fight, I'm saying it to myself, not to you. You know, this fight, we're going to the next fight here. I think Porter deserved a better opponent. You know, this yeah. guy, Bado, sucks and shouldn't be in the UFC. I don't get the fight. Tell me. Tell me. I don't get it. 
I agree, man. You go from Sherman, a good win. You know, yeah. you go to to Alan Bordeaux, who actually lost two fights, but one got overturned to a no contest. And actually, the fight that made him go into the UFC, the he, he lost that fight, yeah. but that got overturned in a DQ loss for his opponent because he used marijuana. Or yeah, something, man. Or, Todd, or, well, or, to be honest, I'm going to tell you right now. Todd Stout's the guy he beat. Todd yeah. Stout's a Canadian guy. Todd Stout's a guy that... Um, you know, he's a good fighter. I'll say that. You know, I saw him yeah. fight in person a couple times. And when I saw him in person, uh, sorry, guys, it's Gillard versus Yuli Diaz. I apologize, man. That's the fight there. There you go. Uh, Yuli Diaz is a, is a fun fighter. But I was going to say, Todd Stout, so he's a Canadian fighter, right? I met him at, uh, he fought on the same card uh, years ago with Alex Ricci, fought on a couple other guys that ended up UFC. Anyways, I'm like, I was talking to him after the event, and I was like, man, this guy's a really nice guy and everything. So my buddy pulls me aside and goes, hey, dude, that guy's got like a really, nasty criminal record you better read up on it and i understand a lot of fighters but this guy you know it's really bad what he did i'll just say that it's really really bad it's actually one of like the worst mma um you know stories he's a, okay. you know, I'll, I'll put it right here i mean kareem wrote the story and kareem actually i went to the event with so that's why that's why you know the promoter didn't like him but this guy todd stout he's just not a nice guy he's a convicted rapist marcel so you know, he's not a nice guy, and I know he's changed his life. I will say he's changed his life for the better, but honestly, to me, being in the UFC is a privilege. I feel like this guy, what he did in the past, he he he, he didn't deserve. So I feel like karma almost kind of took over there, Marcel, I'll be honest mm -hmm. with you, you know, because of what he did. So that's just my honest opinion about that guy. He's a good fighter, but because of what he did in the past, I think, you know, something just happened where it's like, you're, you don't deserve this, you know? But Bado doesn't either. And I think Parker Porter should have fought Jay Collier. That's, that's the fight I should have yeah. did. Yeah, I know Barnett and Boudet, like they could have, you know, they could have did that fight too, right? Or like Barnett and uh, Porter, they could have did that one. Uh, yeah, they are shady. They are shady, Glenn. I agree. Tyson wants to fight. I don't know. Is he in Russia or something? Or I know. Yeah, let's really go through know. a few more fights. We got five minutes left. Mike Bree and Nathan Levy. I mean, two of the guys. The loser gets cut. I'll say that, Marcel. Loser gets cut for this fight. Um, a striker versus grappler. So, any thoughts? I don't know if loser gets cut. I saw Ike Villanueva has a new fight as well, book. Oh, so, really? Uh, wow. Yeah. How? How? Maybe they rebook him again. I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's rebooking him against Martin Pratnio. I have no idea. But um, yeah, I mean, probably I, I expect these guys on a three fight on a three fight contract. So maybe they get those three fights. Yeah, the winner should. Well, I don't know, man. What what they gonna do? I mean, Breeden took that fight on very short notice, right? Against uh, Alexander Hernandez, lost the fight, and Nathan Levy he lost to uh, Garcia. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I think Nathan Levy looked good in the Contender Series, but uh, and Breeden had that loss in the Contender Series to uh, Anthony Romero, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, he he looked like crap in in the last mm. fight. He looked awful, and honestly, like. I'm with you. I mean, I don't think he's been that impressive. I, I, I did pick him in that fight because he's undefeated, right? But, mm -hmm. you know, he lost. And, yeah, he didn't look great in contender series. And, also, like I said, that guy I talked about earlier today that he lost or that uh, he beat in LFA probably should have lost that fight. So, he's not that good. But Mike Breen's not great either. He just got knocked out in, like, what, 30 seconds by Fernandez? It's a mm -hmm. different fight, though. So, Gunnar Nelson, Claudio. So, we didn't get a chance to talk about the yesterday. Uh, good fights. Uh, you know, I think it's – I'll tell you why it's good because – Gunner hasn't fought in like what five years almost? Like it's been a long yeah. time, right? So for me, Claudio, you know, he's old as hell and everything, but you know, he's still a good grappler. So I think it's a fun grappling match. But I'm pretty sure Gunner gets on top and just Core McGee will grapple this guy. I'm pretty sure so Gunner Nelson will, right? So mm -hmm. so yeah, Gunner and look, Ronnie Yahya actually uh, replied, eh? You're uh, nice. the grappler. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's a good fight for Gunner, a good return fight. And I think Claudio gets caught if he loses Marcel. Which I think he will. 
Great fight. Uh, who broke this one? Oh, it's the UFC broke it? Okay. Yeah, UFC. Great fight. It's, it's not the main event. Man, this should have been the main event, right? Like, why wasn't this five rounds? This should have been the main event. Because they absolutely want the heavyweight main event in Europe. They I love it. Why. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah, they love bringing those heavyweight main events to, like, Netherlands and stuff in, in England. But, yeah, I think great fight. You know, Arnold Allen's really good, really underrated. And I'm just not sure with Dan Cooker going back down to featherweight. I'm really not sure. So, Right now, if you ask me, I would lean towards Allen. But again, I want to see what Hooker looks like, you know, in a couple months from now. Gets on the scale, he might look amazing, and he might be, you know, back. I mean, Hooker just had a really competitive fight with, um, you know, what's his name, Dustin Poirier last year, like really competitive, right? So, or was it two years ago now? I guess, yeah. But still, you know, you just beat Nazar Hackbrust and loses to Islam. No shame. Great fight. A couple other ones: Macy Barber, Montana Del Rosa rebooked this one. You know, I, I, Montana, I think, is probably the better fighter. But Macy, you know, she's young and she's improving. So it's an interesting fight. Um, Norma Dumont. Oh, I didn't see this fight. This is this fight makes sense. I didn't see this one. They're both at featherweight, right? So, I mean, Norma yeah. Dumont is uh, – she looked good in the last fight. But Macy Chason might match up decently. I don't know. Any thoughts on this one? I mean, I was surprised how Macy looked against Raquel Pennington, man, to be really honest. And Norma – uh, she looked she looked good against Aspen Lad. Wasn't a great fight, but she looked good. So, I mean, I think the winner of this one, and especially if it's Norma, she will get a fight against uh, Amanda uh, for the featherweight title, probably. Yeah. Um, by the way, <laughs> well, I hate to say it, <clears throat> this Todd Stout thing. I'm just reading about it. The guy I was just showing you guys, like, I'm just reading Marcel, and it's just it's such a fucked up story. I'm gonna show you guys. It's just beyond fucked what this guy did. Like. It's not alleged. He's convicted rapist. You know, look at this. It's talking about this from a few years ago, 2006, Marcel. But you know, mm -hmm. again, 16 years ago, I get it. He's 22 now. He's older. But you read this. It says that him and his buddy were like yeah. high as fuck on cocaine and alcohol, and they like they they were trying to rob a sex worker, and then says they raped her and threw her in a dumpster. I mean, they're, these guys are sick, man. You know, mm -hmm. just sick. So, just saying, like when you say like that guy, Marcel. Every time I hear that, you know, I remember mm -hmm. that guy, and he's not a nice guy. You know. Mm -hmm. Great fight to this one. I mean, amazing. You know, amazing, yeah. amazing. So, head. I think it's headlining, right? The main event. I expected or Charles Oliveira against Gaethje, maybe, but normally the bigger guys headline. So, yeah, yeah, great fight. Yuri Pajaska and Glover Teixeira. <laughs> A couple other ones, guys. We'll get out of here. Um, Kai Burrell and Gadzi uh, Omar Gadziev. Um, two guys from Contender. They're both pretty good. Interesting mm -hmm. fight. You know, they're both good. So. Next one here, Antonia Courtney Casey. Antonina stinks, but Courtney Casey's not, you know, Courtney Casey's grappling might be even worse than Antonina's. Like, you might I have found the fighter with the worst takedown defense in the division right here. You know, I love this picture, man, with both the buns. Both the buns, yeah, that's good, that's good man. Good uh, symmetry there. Yeah. Go to the next one here. Daniel Silva and Francisco Figueroa. Everyone's been chomping at the bit to fight this guy, Figueroa, uh, Davidson's brother, because he's not good. You know, <laughs> this guy's getting a Miojo or whatever. He's going to get a, a fight he can win, I think. He had a tough fight with uh, Daniel, or uh, what's that guy's name? Jeff uh, Molina. Jeff Molina, yeah. That guy's a beast. Uh, a couple other ones here. Jeremiah Wells, Matt, Mike Mentia. So Jeremiah Wells had his fight ripped apart. I love this fight. This is such a good fight, Marcel. Um, someone's getting knocked out in that fight. It's next month. You know, Maggie, Max Griffin, another, you know, I'm surprised no one in the top Same. 15. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. And it's like this guy who called out, he called out, don't say, when Dana comes out and says, no one wants to fight Kamzat Chamayev. Bullshit. This guy was begging for the fight. Come yeah. on. And he does, he's fighting an unranked guy. Now, Max Griffin's probably one of the better unranked guys, let's be honest. But mm -hmm. 
Neil Magny should win this fight. He has a long reach, man. He should just jab himself to the win. Let's just go through this one. Uh, Barnett Boudet, like you said, Marcel. Solid fight, I guess. Volkov and Aspel. So those are, we already did those ones. Okay, so that's it. Get some more comments and we'll get out of here, guys. Sorry, guys. Let's see here. Is Gunner out of SBG? I'm not sure. Is he still training? I'm, I got. Let me go I take know, a look at his. I'll take a look at his Instagram. Right now. I know his home game or his home gym is Mjolnir, so I'm always going with Mjolnir. He's still uh, training with his dad or whatever. I see. Yeah, I think yeah? so. I'm gonna take a look right now. All right. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll go there to do his training, but you know, looking, it looks like he's back at his own place now with his uh, with his dad. So not sure. Hawaii MAD is getting the scoop that Allen versus Hooker was in the works. There you go. Yeah, I, did, I wasn't sure, but there you go. That's what he says had the had the thing first. Um, I was on Allen. You should win that fight, Massio. Hey, Massio, what's up? Mikey Raw. Roster was supposed to fight Romero Cod pulled out. Dwayne Johnson stepped in a short notice. Cod was ranked. That's okay. Fair enough, uh, Mikey. Thanks for uh, pointing that out, man. I actually should have noticed that, but uh, you know, let's be honest. Either way, Ross was going in that fight. Ross is a beast, you know. Yeah, I know. Blanchfield would have destroyed Barber. Um, the, yeah, we did We did see the fight weights. I don't know if you saw, Marcel, all the weights came out. No, really no. cool. They came out. So, um, interestingly enough, um, Cody Stamen had the most weight gain. He, he went from 135 to 160 or something on the way in. Okay. He had the most weight gained. And then there was a few other guys that gained a lot of weight. My thing is, I know the UFC said in the past, when you gain too much, they have to move you up a division. Maybe Cody's going to be forced up to 145 now. I don't know. But, yeah, it was interesting. Um like Figueredo put on 18 pounds. He went to 143. Moreno only, I think, put on 10 pounds. So that's a big yeah. difference too, you know? That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting one, Cyril Gone lost weight from the way into the next. The only guy that lost weight. It was only two pounds, but still, it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, someone messaged me saying maybe he ate better that day, cleaner. Maybe, I guess. But it's. I think it's a little strange he came in lighter. The Gano actually came in three pounds heavier. He went 257 to 260. I when have you ever seen a guy go down in weight the next day? I've never seen that, to be honest. No, I mean, so, no. Normally really they weird, go right? eating, you know? Normally they go Isn't that eating weird as hell? That's super yeah. weird, right? Like, now I wonder, like, <clears> he ha- was his stomach <throat> off that day? Was he having a rough – could he not eat that morning? Like, I, that's just – to me, that's really weird. Like, Maybe he had something like diarrhea. Who knows, you know? Who knows? I, I just thought it was kind of strange. I'm like, why did he cut weight? This guy likes uh, – the dream fight was Ferguson, Khabibers, Tyson. Yeah, that'd be good fights. Some of Figueredo. Yeah, they could have did that. My Francisco, I don't know. I don't know, John. I agree. And they were trying to give Hadley a really easy fight. I've told the world he wants to fight. It's often possible. <laughs> it's crazy. You want that fight was in October, and now it's almost February. How crazy is that, eh? It's like people said, Fizan says no one wants to fight. Realities. Yeah, I know he's fighting Tiago Moises to get the number four spot in the division. It makes no sense. Uh-huh. <sighs> I'm talked though, guys. Honestly, my voice is gone. So I think it's a good, <laughs> I think it's a good time to stop the podcast for so. Uh Unless there's anything else uh, you want to mention. Ah, it's, it's, it's good, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, all right, let's, let's end the podcast then guys. Appreciate you guys joining us. Marcel, plug your stuff. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Big Marcel 24 on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and, uh, uh, Eurosport.nl makes martial arts. I'm, uh, by the way, no, I'll say to Adam afterwards. <laughs> I don't know yet. No worries. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MM Adam Martin podcast, uh, is, uh, MMRoddsRecord.com, sorry, YouTube, obviously, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. MindMainNews.com is where I'm my news, and then Bookies.com is where my full-time job is. All right, so you guys, uh, we'll be back on Monday. We'll be recapping this weekend fights, and Tuesday we'll be breaking down UFC fight night, Strickland versus Hermanson. Cannot wait to talk about that one. Have a great day, guys. Talk to you soon. Peace.